Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1345, The Razor's Edge, Lessons in True Wealth, by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another bonus episode of ORD. I'm your host, Greg Audino, and if this is the first bonus episode you've listened to, basically what we're doing each Sunday, in addition to our regular episodes, is sharing older posts from other shows in the network that we feel crossover with our relationship audience. So sometimes, you know, there's a health show that also addresses relationships, a finance show that also addresses relationships, etc. And this one does come from our finance show, actually, Optimal Finance Daily. I think you're going to like this one. So I'm going to send it on over to Diana, the host over on OFD. She's going to read this article for you from author J.D. Roth and start optimizing your life. The Razor's Edge, Lessons in True Wealth, by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. Our friends have a profound effect on our personal finance habits. Some friends can lead us to spending and to debt. Others offer insights into the virtues of thrift. For me, my friend Sparky has been the latter. Through his example, I learned that frugality can help me achieve my goals. Quote, Develop a plan that is so amazing, so glowing, that you're willing to walk bleary-eyed to work every day to make the money necessary to reach the light. That was Sparky's advice to Get Rich Slowly readers in 2006. After my friend Sparky graduated from college, he drifted. He couldn't hold a steady job, and he didn't stay in one place for long. He traveled to Mexico. He moved to New England. He lived in various cities in Oregon and Washington. I don't know how you do it, he told me once when he saw our new house. You have a home and a wife and the same job you've had for five years? I'd hate that. He lived as a first world nomad. Choosing freedom. I visited Sparky once in early 1996. I stayed overnight at his apartment in Eugene while I played in a nearby chess tournament. I was amazed by his Spartan lifestyle. He had no television. He had few books and little furniture. Most of what he owned had been purchased secondhand. His refrigerator was almost completely empty. In my memory, it contained only two items, a carton of milk and a bottle of ketchup. Sparky's only indulgence seemed to be a collection of bootleg U2 CDs. How can you live like this? I asked him. Where's all your stuff? Sparky smiled at me. I don't need a lot of stuff, JD. The stuff is not important. To be honest, I don't know why you have so much stuff. How do you live like that? 
I didn't know what he meant at the time. To me, life was all about the stuff. I had hundreds of CDs and thousands of books. I had a TV, a stereo, a house, and a car. I wanted more. Sparky had none of these, but he had something I did not. Sparky had freedom. His frugal lifestyle allowed him to save and invest. I marveled at how he squirreled away his money. I didn't understand how he managed it. I made at least twice what he did, but he had money in the bank and I had none. Instead, I had $20,000 in debt and was taking on more every day. For some reason, I could not see the connection between Sparky's thrifty lifestyle and his financial success. I couldn't see the connection between my own profligate ways and my mounting debt. I was blind. The Razor's Edge During the summer of 1997, Sparky and I went for a hike. As we walked, we talked. He told me about his plans and his goals. He was living in a small town in northern Washington, working two full-time jobs, a part-time job, and getting free rent in exchange for house-sitting with an elderly homeowner. I've only had five or six days off in the past eight months, he said. That seems crazy, I said. Why are you working so hard? I want to travel around the world, he said. You know that I don't have a lot of stuff. There's a reason for that. Material possessions tie a person down to one place. I can't travel if I have a house and a car and all that other stuff. He told me about the trip he had planned. He had a one-way ticket to Thailand. From there, he hoped to travel to India and then Israel, but he didn't have any sort of agenda. I'm just going to go, he said. I'm going to travel as long as my money holds out. You sound like Larry Darrell, I said, referring to the Razor's Edge, W. Somerset Maugham's 1944 book about a young American disenchanted with the way of the West. Larry lives like a pauper, but is able to loaf around Europe and India while searching for enlightenment. It's a great book. You should read it. Maybe I will, he said. And then he added, do you want to come with me? Of course I did, but I couldn't. I was in debt. I had no savings. I couldn't afford to drop out of real life for five months. How would I pay for all my stuff? Sparky went on his trip. He backpacked across the world alone and he loved it. He sent me postcards from stops along the way, from Thailand and India, from Nepal and Israel and Jordan and Egypt. He was gone for five months. Because he wasn't burdened by stuff, he returned to a financial position similar to the one he had when he left. He didn't have a mortgage or other debt. His savings and investments were still intact. He had lived for five months without an income, it's true, but he spent exactly what he budgeted and he had the experience of a lifetime. Quiet wealth. When Sparky got back, he settled down to a more normal way of life. He got a real job. He even bought a house. Still, he continued to pinch his pennies, spending only on the things that really mattered to him. Eventually, I began to see the connection between his lifestyle and his quiet wealth. When I started Get Rich Slowly, Sparky was enthusiastic. He talked to me about my newfound appreciation for personal finance. He shared his favorite books, his favorite tips, and his favorite mutual funds. A few of our conversations even became fodder for Get Rich Slowly stories. Whereas I had once viewed Sparky's ascetic lifestyle as a little strange, I began to understand it as a means to an end. Perhaps I couldn't be as frugal as he was, but I could still learn from some of his lessons. We had some great conversations about money and about goals and about the future. I looked forward to learning more from him. 
that's not going to happen. The last lesson. Sparky died unexpectedly last week. We had been close friends for 25 years, and he was an important part of my life. He challenged me. He believed in me more than I believed in myself. I cannot say that Sparky was without fault. Like anyone, he had his quirks. But on the whole, he was a positive influence in my life. And when it came to money, he was a shining example of how to live right. I'll never have the chance to learn from him again. Please, my friends, always remember that true wealth has nothing to do with money. True wealth is built from friends and family, from experiences and relationships. It's derived from a life filled with meaning. Without these things, money means nothing. Do me a favor this week and spend some time with the people you love. You just listened to the post titled The Razor's Edge, Lessons in True Wealth by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. And thank you, J.D., for this important reminder to keep things in perspective. While financial health is incredibly important and can open up so much freedom and options in our lives, what's the point of having those freedom and options if we're not able to fully enjoy them? At the end of the day, the quality of our life is highly dependent on relationships. I think the way we spend any resource, whether it's time, energy, or money, is representative of what we value. And if there's a discrepancy between what we value deep down and how we spend our resources, that can feel uncomfortable. It's ingrained in us to value relationships. We are social creatures after all. So I thought this post was a great reminder that we need to make sure we're prioritizing relationships at every step of our financial journey. And that should do it for today. Have a happy Veterans Day and thank you again to everyone who served. And I'll see you on the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.